y'all. Hey, it's your girl PK, and we have a lot to catch up on on the PK Project podcast. My name is Porsche Kimball, and I'm coming to you from Dallas, Texas. I'm sorry I sound very stopped up. It's just allergies. But I have a sad story to tell. I'm 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 a little heartbroken. Let's get into it. As you know, if you have been following me, I met this man on my travels last summer. All of my dating episodes on this podcast have revolved around him. I have referred to him as H-Town this entire time. And I actually went to H-Town over the weekend. I was just with him in Memphis uh, right before, I guess it was like what, Memorial Day weekend, came home, did what I needed to do. And I went to Houston this weekend just for personal reasons. I hadn't had any fun and I really just wanted to go for me. I went and supported one of my friends and just had a good time. I stayed there two nights, Saturday, came back Monday. And I just, I don't know. I wanted to stay in a nice hotel. I wanted to eat out. I wanted time to myself in a different atmosphere. I also went to Houston not knowing if I was going to see H-Town or not. That was kind of a 50-50 up in the air. If I saw him, great. If I didn't, that was okay. Because regardless, because I didn't want to ghost the man, I wanted to see him one last time. Yes, you heard me say that right. One last time. I would start singing One Last Cry from Brian McKnight, but I don't want to do that to anyone. You may not want to listen ever again if I bust out in song. I'm sad. It probably doesn't sound like it or look like it, but I'm sad. I've I never had this moment in my life that I felt like I met someone and it was just bad timing. I've never had that in my love life until now. I I'm I also want to say I admit Marie kept telling me, I think you're in denial. I think that you really like him more than you are leading on to. And Marie, Marie, I know you're listening. You were correct. I admitted it. Uh, I'm not in love. And the reason why I'm not in love is because I can't be in love uh, with someone that's not as available as I would like them to be. I also feel like a grown-up. I feel like a grown woman. Because I recognize that feeling. In the past, I've been like, oh my God, I'm in love. And this man ain't done shit for me. Like, I already know what that is. But this time was different. You know, we all, as men and women, have this image of what somebody looks like to them in their mind. Like their spouse. And it may not be the physical attributes, but like, Oh, I want a man that does this. I want a man that does this. You know, we all grew up with this image of something that we thought we wanted. And whether you got it or not, I mean, we still had some sort of imaginary idea of what we wanted. And this man was my imaginary idea. Oh, my God. I just thought about that. 
Except he was darker than I normally would. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But, honey, I love a tall, light-skinned man. I ain't going to lie to you. I like a tall, thin, or or muscular, light-skinned man. But you know what? This changed me over to dark chocolate. I'm not even going to hold you. But he was different. He, he was like a man. Like, you know how there's... There's men, but then there's like men, like a manly man. Like when I look at this man and I'm around this man, I feel like I'm with like a man, like a real grown ass man. And even with my ex, like I loved him and I, I listen, I would have done anything for him, but this is different. This is like, we're adults. I felt super secure, super protected. I liked looking up to him. He was a not a thin person. He wasn't obese or anything. He was just, he works out. He just was a thicker man. And I I liked it. I haven't been with a man physically like that. A man that could really just flip me over and do all types of things. That's the kind of man he was. And I and I enjoyed that. Check. Okay. Listen, let's get into it. So I decided. That after Memphis, if you heard my podcast, my episode about being unsure, uh, I have decided to cut everything off. Did I want to? No. Did I need to? Yes. I hate it when I'm right. For my own self. All right. So went to Houston. He was busy Saturday night. Sunday, I was busy during the day. And I did the thing that you're not supposed to do. I sent the text. Nikisha said, don't send the text. Don't be toxic. Well, I was toxic. Ow. And I'm all right with that because, listen, I get what I want when I want it. And I needed to have this moment. So the communication had just kind of been weird after Memphis. I don't really know why. It just felt off. Uh, there's some reasons I feel like the the communication just kind of, I don't want to say dwindled. It was just not as consistent. And that's the one thing when I was thinking about this relationship, if that's what you want to call it, was there was so much lack of consistency on his end, especially in communication. And my good friend Celeste had said, you know, I don't know if, he can fulfill you emotionally because he doesn't communicate. And she was absolutely right. I worked so hard in my last relationship for us to communicate. And I thought we had that. That was one thing I didn't have to worry about. And this is different. This man isn't as talkative as me. Duh. Um, he is about his business. I can tell you, you know, he's got a great personality, but it's like the time that we spent was never like the time to like a friend. I wanted to be friends and really like see more of him. And he, I felt like that just was like, there was like this wall up that he had that I just couldn't get in. And though I could have kept this going for as long as it needed to, I felt like his energy and his time was not as reciprocated as mine. And that's what I did not like. I didn't like that I was always giving. Now, yes, 
I am self-employed. I can maneuver around more than most people who have a job, but I just felt like where was the responsibility from the other party to say, Hey, I'm working. I can't see you for two months, but I'm going to come up there or, Hey, this is going on. You know, can we switch it up? I mean, there was so many ways that the communication could have been better on his end. And I wasn't always initiating conversation, but I always felt like I was initiating large moves. And it wasn't like that at first, but it turned into that. And I also felt like I was looking for fun and he was providing that void, but he was also providing something that I wasn't getting from anyone else. He made me, and not made, he makes me feel good about myself and likes that I'm an entrepreneur. And that was kind of hard being single. Some men don't like that. Um, I feel like he really supports me from afar by looking at my posts or probably listening to my podcast, just paying attention. But it wasn't enough attention to the things that needed to be looked at. I hate this because I really like the man. But let me just tell you something. I sent the, t- do you want me to read the text? Not that you asked. You you asked, you wanted to know. I'm going to read the text I sent. Uh, he knew I was in town. And Sunday night kind of rolled around and I'm like, are we going to see each other? Are we not? He said, hold on. And then hours went by and I was like, do you want it or you don't? Like, if you want it, here's the address. Here's the room number. If you don't, then that's fine. I was good either way. If he didn't come to the hotel, then I could just leave it on him and be like, hey, I have done my part. You didn't come, blah, blah, blah. So let me read you the text. I can't believe I'm reading this. This was last night at 7.34 p.m. You knew you weren't coming to see me today and could have said that. I love honesty. I've enjoyed our time together for the past year. Your energy wasn't as reciprocated as I gave, gave, and gave. I showed up for you and showed you I cared. I came here for two days to do a few personal things and to see you potentially to let you know this was our last time seeing one another. Though you said you had plans for us this summer because you had time, you barely communicated. I'm okay with the situation but I wanted you to take charge and be honest. Just be consistent in that you aren't. That's the issue. I wanted to have fun with you, take turns seeing you, seeing each other, but you couldn't do that. I care about you more than you know, and I've shown it time and time again. I can't say that for you. I know I know. I don't mean as much to you or hold your heart like you do with me, but I'm glad we met. Of course, that was assumptions. You gave me hope and something to look forward to. I'm always your biggest cheerleader. I said something else. I'm not going to tell you. That's all I'm going to leave. There's like three more sentences. So he responded. The day's not over. But it kind of, I mean, it's 730. I haven't heard anything from you in like four hours. He ended up coming by. And there wasn't a lot of communication. (laughs) Because let me tell you, honey, 
I wanted to say my man, my man, my man, but since he's not my man, he's not my man. He is not my man. Okay. Even though I wanted to say immediately, immediately when he walked in, oh, he smells so good. Oh, don't you love when a man smells so like just delicious. Like when you smell the cinnamon rolls at the Cinnabon, when you, when you go to the mall. You can smell it and you're like, oh my God, like it's so irresistible. That's, that's, that was the sensation that I had. Oh, anyways, he comes in, you know what happens next. And it just went on way longer than you and me anticipated. When I say my body is sore, from the inside out, it's sore from the inside. It's a feel-good hurt. Oh, it hurts. But it feels so goddamn good. I mean, when I tell you, you know, I've been saying in the throes of passion. This wasn't throes of passion. This was this was some Game of Thrones type stuff. I mean, this was just like barbaric. It was just a lot. And, oh, child, when I think back at it, oh, let me tell you, I have marks to prove it, which you cannot see. There was a lot of shit talking in in the exercise. A lot of shit talking during the exercise. But I felt it wasn't just shit talking. It was it was words of affirmation. And so. I mean, I'm I like this man's kneecaps. Wanna make this a night to remember. Get ready. <laughs> Cause let me tell you, I was ready to go. Okay. And so it was like a Krispy Kreme donut with the red light on. That's how hot it was. Hot, moist, warm, and melt in your goddamn mouth. I just That good. And the message that he said to tell my friends was to let them know that he had done some things for me for well over an hour. And and he did with no breaks. Who does that at the age of 42? I'm 42. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyways. I haven't had that intense, loving, passionate loving. Who child? Probably since I was either never, never. But I did tell him that it was over as he was on top of me. Sliding it in. I said, this is the last time you get this. Listen, Siri, I don't understand either. I said, this is the last time you get this. You better remember it and make it count. You heard what I said. He heard what I said. Do I want to stop? No, I don't. 
but I am recognizing what I need right now. And though, like I said, this could have gone on a lot longer and I would have been so happy with it, but the energy just wasn't there on his end. And that's what I didn't like. I don't like someone not being honest with me. And I don't even think it was like keeping secrets. I think it was just one of those things of he's just not used to communication. And that's a huge downfall for me. I need someone, especially long distance, to say something to me. And the other thing is I notice, of course, I don't know if it's just comfort. I don't know if it's just I'm bored to him now. I don't know what it is, but I know I need more. Now, am I ready? Again, I'm not ready for a boyfriend. I'm not ready for a serious relationship. I really don't want to sleep around. Did I just say that? <laughs> Mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I just, I'm not interested. I'm interested in taking care of myself right now and loving myself and finishing up my healing process and meeting someone when the time is right, which is not now, and give me all the things that I truly deserve. You know, there was a point in time I never thought that I would get here. I never thought that I could think of someone else or love someone else or even want to. But the type of person that I am, I'm a giver. When I love, I really love hard. When I care about someone, I will go to the ends of the earth and shower them with love and affection and let them really feel my presence for who I am. And I felt like I did that, not to the extent as I usually do, which was good, but just enough. I wanted to have him know I was thinking of him. And one way I felt like I did that was, you know, for his birthday, I had one of my cake sisters, one of my cake friends in Houston, you know, deliver a cake to his job. It wasn't big. It was something small for him. You know, when he was feeling down about something at work, I'd send an edible arrangement. I would randomly surprise him and pay for his haircut, found out whose barber was, did that, you know, sporadically just to let, just for him to feel my presence and my affection for him. And though I know he loved it and he enjoyed it, I can't say the same for myself. Uh, I've not felt what I gave him. I never got that back. Now, this isn't the first time I said this to him. This was the third time. The past two times, just within the almost year, I said, like in, in the past 11 months, like, hey, can you pick up the pace on the communication? And like most people, they do for a little bit until they don't. And I felt like he had some things going on in his life. And for whatever reason, he allowed that to come in between this or maybe just didn't want it anymore. I just didn't have time. I don't know. But I will say that I do genuinely care for H-Town. I hate that this happened. But if I were to see him again, it would have to be because he chose to see me, not because I made the effort. You know, every time I go to Houston, I don't have to see him. It's not about him anymore. And I care about him. Like I said, I more than care about him. I know we're not in love, but this relationship gave me hope and really gave me something to look forward to. And I really feel just in the past year, all the relationships with people new people have gotten me over these bridges 
to get to my pot of gold. And I know that may sound cliche, but for me, it doesn't. My light-skinned boyfriend, basically I live in these apartments because he mentioned them. He knew how I like to live and what I liked. He mentioned it and he helped me get through a spot where I didn't like baking. He made me want to bake again and bake cookies and brought me here. One of the guys I was dating at one time years ago, I spent maybe two months with him. And let me just tell you, that made me feel comfortable in this new place because he was it was a comfortable relationship I had with him. So him being here and being my friend and us hanging out made me feel comfortable with myself and living here. I just saw another guy I used to date. It was on a friendship level and talking, but it also the stories and the things that we talk about reminded me of how far I've come. And even like going to Nigeria and meeting Jeffrey and Ivy, I mean, they just really, I never met people that just genuinely were just cool and wanted to hang out. And it wasn't about cake, even though we were there for cake and for work, it was something else. It was just like a different type of friendship. And I needed that. And they gave me that. And I've just been picking up all those pieces that I lost along the way. And I feel like H-Town gave me so much more. I didn't feel attractive for a long time. He made me feel so sexy. I've never had a man make me feel sexy the way that he did. And made me just feel secure with who I am and what I do. And just cared. And I really appreciate that. I hadn't had a man like that. My ex was always supportive. My ex was always there, but this was different. And I'm going to miss H-Town. But I also can't miss something that I truly didn't have. And that's the one thing, you know, it's already shown its face. It's probably gone a little too far, but I think I needed to end things on my terms for what I needed to do for me. I'm always going to be forever grateful to that man. It let me know that there's top tier men out there and I am a top tier woman and that's okay. And I hope I gave him something uh, within this time that he gave me that wasn't necessarily monetary. It made me realize I want to move to Houston. It's not for him. It's for me. I need a fresh start and I needed to get out of my old place and come into this new place. I am now to maybe tie up loose ends with all these old relationships coming in. So H town, if you're listening, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for putting me back together. Because you did. It made me be someone or or just like be a new woman. And you made me feel so good about myself. And I hadn't had that in a really long time. And I just hope and pray that I made you feel good too. Because it's not all one-sided. You know, relationships are not about one thing. And just... The best I ever had. And I mean every word of that. Just the best I ever had. And God, I'm going to miss that sex. I can tell you that right now.
that was the best I ever had. I ain't going to lie about that. But there's more to things than that. I know that I'm ready for someone to pick me up from the airport and take me out to dinner and make me feel good. And it doesn't have to be super serious, but I know right now I'm ready just to dip my toe back into the sand a little. I'm not ready to go into the deep end, but I am ready for just a little bit more than what I'm getting. And I wish he would have been able to give me that. I wish you would have been able to give me that, but for some reason you can't. And for that reason, that's okay. But I'm telling you, as you know, each month is a new chapter of my life. June is about me and really just taking myself into consideration and loving myself and not dating and not talking to anybody and not sleeping with anyone. Just, it's just about Portia halfway through the year. And I just, I don't want any distractions. I want to put my energy into myself and see what I'm capable of coming up with. May was kind of dark, but June, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I am in the tunnel and I'm working my way back to the light. Thank you everyone for listening to the PK project. I'm Portia Kimball. And remember, Ain't nobody going to love you the way that you love yourself. Thanks, everyone. Love ya.